You're listening to Live Alive Podcast, a weekly dose of motivation right in your back pocket. I'm Jordan Johnson. And I'm Anissa Johnson. We're We're your hosts. hosts. Every week, we share thought-provoking conversations created to inspire you to bring the best version of you into everything you do. Think of us as the guide as you journey towards realizing your vision of successful and fulfilling life. Whether you're climbing the corporate ladder, building a business, or dreaming of being a stay-at-home parent, we're here to help you cultivate passion, purpose, and motivation in your everyday life. Hey, good people. Um, We are back, excited to um, chat with you guys today, do uh, another episode. Today, we're going to be talking about getting clear on uh, what you want. That's a heavy one. Um, We're going to unpack it. Um, You know, I'm just going to start by asking a question. Um, Is there anything in life that you want? Is is there anything that you want to achieve, places you want to go, things you want to do? You guessed it, it's rhetorical. The obvious answer is yes, we know that there are things you want to do, you want out of life. There are things we want out of life. And um, if you rhetorically answered yes to that question, this episode's for you. So uh, we're going to kind of get right into it. Um, Talking about, um, again, you know, getting clear on uh, what it is that you want. So one of the foundational pieces, we kind of thought, thought about this as we were prepping for the episode is like we live in a world where the number of things um, out there to want, um, the number of things out there to crave is just growing exponentially, right? Like new products are invented every day, um, new technologies are invented every day, new reasons to look at your favorite celeb or your favorite friend on Insta <laughs> grows every day. I'm like, oh, look what they're doing. Look what they have. Um, and so, you know, probably no better time than now. Uh, probably there is a better time, <laughs> you know, 18 months ago. But we're here today now really to talk about getting clear on what you want, that um, growth of the pool of, you know, what it is that you need to go get, what it is you need to do and achieve is just uh, shooting up like a rocket with increase. So we wanted to kind of lay ourselves out um, on this episode and give you some thoughts as well as some thoughts to consider ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, one of the challenges that we have about, um, this thought of what is it that you want, um, (laughs) and all of the, um, voices and noise that are telling you what you should want and presenting things, um, really about the maybe areas of your life that you may or may not be as happy with. Um, this is a consumer economy. And so every day we're faced with these different messages telling us who we need to be, who we need to, different messages telling us what we need to be doing, um, what we need to be achieving. And it's almost like if you make a decision one day, the next day there's something new and you're second guessing what it is that you just decided on. And I think that the volume of the messages that we receive on a daily basis uh, presents a challenge, but also um, just looking at other people and maybe comparing ourselves to where they are and the things that they have, or you know, this this um, myth of the overnight success is is ever present. And 
I think that those two things combined create a really big challenge when it comes to being clear on what you want. Um, and I think that there's probably, you've probably done this before. You've probably looked at somebody else's life, whether it's, you know, in real life or on social media and seen, oh, this person, you know, she's got, you know, the, the perfect family with the perfect husband. And she's always so happy. And like, if I had the husband, if I had the family, then I would be happy too. Maybe you look at somebody who he's got this job and he's just, killing it and crushing it. And he's just always so confident. And you're thinking, man, if I had that job, I'd be just as confident as him too. You're looking at people's lives and you're seeing that they are blessed. And it seems as if everything goes right for them. And they they just have this massive amount of faith. And you're thinking, oh, well, if everything was going right for me, then I would be faithful too. Mm. And I just want to challenge that because what if I told you that you and the person that has what you want have the exact same things within you? What if I told you that the status, the job, and the business are a product of the person mastering the feelings? They're a product of the person mastering their confidence. So you get this confidence, you show up confident, you say, I'm going to be confident, and then you get to the, that job. You know, you, you embody happiness, contentment, and joy, and you attract and you call in a, a healthy relationship and a thriving family. You choose to be faithful even when things are not going your way and you call in abundance and you call in blessing. And, and what I'm trying to illustrate by this is that the very first step in getting what you want and achieving and getting access or whatever it is that the vision that you have for your life and where it is that you think that you're supposed to be and where it is that you think that you're inevitably going cannot come, cannot realize themselves until you really feel into that. And what I mean by that is whatever it is that you think that the relationship or the family or the job or the blessings, whatever feeling you think it is going to create within you, that once I get the job, then I'll be confident is what you're saying, right? Once I have the relationship, then I'll be happy. And, you know, you you say that once you get to this certain thing, then you'll be And I just want to reverse engineer that because when you feel into your life, when you say, I am just going to be confident, I'm going to show up confident. And that changes the way that you show up in your existing job. It changes the way that you show up in an interview. It changes the way that you show up in your relationships. It changes the way that you show up and ask somebody for a referral. And those are the types of things that get you the job that you want, right? And when you embody the feeling of happiness and you just exude that to the people in your life, then you call in functional relationships. Um, I could go on and on, but what I'm really trying to drive home here is that you have to embrace the feeling that you think is going to come later right now in order to make what your vision is a reality. Well, yeah, that, that's that's huge in, in so many ways. And, you know, I want to circle back to kind of some of the comments you were making around like comparison, just because that one's that one's huge to me is, like I said, as well as all the, those other reasons and, and aspects the, of, of, of things that can make it challenging to get be clear on what you want is 
I mean, the comparison thing for me is interesting because I find that the times where, you know, I've looked for this external validation on what I want, like this external direction on what I want, and I haven't really thought about it or gotten clear on it prior, I just feel like I've ended up in these scenarios where I've jumped into this trend or taken on this habit, and then, you know, a month later, you know, I've put it aside or I've put it down just because I never really wanted it anyway. I just was thinking like, oh, they have it or, oh, they're doing it. Like, I want to do it. Or there was an article about how all the CEOs, you know, wake up at, you know, 5 a.m. and they do this and whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, every CEO runs uh, three miles in the morning and, you know, reads, you know, a hundred pages of some book that they believe moves them forward. I'm like, maybe you want to do that. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe you don't. Right. Um, and it's just, you know, we'll talk about some of the ways we can kind of pivot and, you know, be clearer on that. But just understanding that the comparison piece can be such a huge challenge for what we want and putting on, you know, somebody else's quote unquote clothes, if you will, that may not fit us. Yeah. Like that just may not, that may not fit us. That in the clothes thing is interesting because it's like sometimes you can dress how you feel. And I know we're both pretty intentional about that. And these mm-hmm. sort of like we try to have and wear things that make us feel good and make us feel confident. Yep. Like it's a, everything's our favorite. Every shirt's our favorite or whatever. <laughs> we talk about capsule wardrobes more later. Um, but, you know, even thinking about what, um, people wear, and I feel find myself guilty of this often or before for sure. Where I'm thinking like, oh, that, man, they they have that top, that shirt. They oh, they got those shoes. I need to get those shoes. Yeah. I I need to get that top, that shirt. And it's it's a very tangible, um, to me maybe lower hanging fruit type of thing to consider like clothes. But when you think about some of the aspects of like what you wear you know, can in, in, impact how you feel, et cetera. Well, you have to really challenge why you may be feeling a certain way about a particular clothing item. I said right. literally and figuratively. Well, and I think that I'll go back to how you were alluding to, you know, how we say everything is our favorite. Like I can go in my closet and pick something out and know that it's going to feel I'm going to feel like myself. Um, I'm going to feel like I can put my best foot forward and I think that when we were starting to each of us um, explore investing in our wardrobe, I I think that for me it was a hard conversation to have. Like, oh, I want to you know spend some money on clothes because it's something that you know I have enough clothes. Like I have clothes, and so in my head I was like, well, do I really need to invest? Um, or do I really, I wasn't thinking about it as an investment. I was thinking of it as spending money. Do I really need to spend money to, you know, overhaul my wardrobe when I have clothes and it's, it's not going to make that big of a deal anyways. And I think even in that, I was probably thinking, you know, once I get a new job, then I'll reward myself with this type of piece of clothing. Maybe I'll get a new blazer. Maybe I'll get, get some new pants or whatever it is. And I think it's almost as if I'm telling myself in that moment that I'm undeserving of clothes that make me look and feel my best so that I can show up my best. And therefore, I'm not going to show up my best. And so I just think that sometimes we can look at these different things that are seemingly small and delay them 
um, citing that they're frivolous, but in actuality, they can make like an exponential um, impact on how we show up in life and who we show up as. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love that in so many ways. And, and so we've talked a bit about like just so many challenges, a lot of the challenges that exist and we can create ourselves for, you know, making it more difficult to understand and be clear on what we want. We want to kind of shift and pivot the conversation a little bit into, you know, what are some ways and we can be clearer, create more clarity around like what we, what we want. Um, and so that in mind, you know, thinking about starting with why is, is really huge, right? Um, peeling back the layers, like think of it as the onion, like you've heard that before, peeling back the layers of the onion on a thought, a desire, maybe a ambition of like why you may want those things. I'll give you an example. I mean, I'm doing a fitness program uh, right now. It's online uh, personal uh, training. Uh, shout out to Ben Pruitt Fit. Uh, brother-in-law, trainer extraordinaire. Um, and, you know, that was interesting for me, a quite different step um, than, you know, many I've taken on that fitness journey before. But it's interesting. It took me a long time to get to the true meat of why I wanted to have a personal trainer and uh, take my fitness step to the next level or my physique to the next level. because It was all rooted in my own personal confidence and being comfortable in my own skin but how that clarity i think came about was just peeling back the layers asking myself why because you know some of those actions some of the steps we do some of the steps we take can feel frivolous or can feel just like another move on the hamster wheel like you're just doing what you believe that you should be doing right now like i'm going to the gym all the time because i just believe that's what you know, people do when they really want to be really healthy and have a nice physique. I'm just going to, you know, eat this type of stuff because that's what I believe people do when they, you know, when when I started asking myself why I wanted those things, like why I want to eat healthily, why do I want to build up my body in this way? And all the questions started to point back to, you know, self-confidence, self-esteem, being comfortable in the skin that I wear. Like, this is the body I walk around with every day. Like, I can't really hang it in the closet and put on a different one. So I felt that the confidence in the one that I get to wear was huge for me. But that took a while to get to that point. But I think it could have been something that was streamlined a lot more, you know, if I was a little bit more aware of those initiatives and an action like simply asking myself, why I wanted something in the first place. Yeah. And I don't want to gloss over that because that, what you're saying is like, it took you a while to get there. And I think that the the thing, the tools and the questions that we're going to, you know, share with you guys are not easy questions to answer. Asking yourself why you want something and waiting for your brain or your body, however yes. your intuition works to give you an answer is not something that's easy because in order to get to the, you know, to the answer to Jordan, in your case of why you want to maybe pursue a fitness program or why do you want to, um, you know, eat the way that you eat and go to the gym, the way that you go to the gym, answering that question and saying that it points back to your confidence. You have to understand that it's admitting that in, on the one hand, your confidence is your confidence is not where you would like for it to be. (sighs) 
And that's a really hard thing to admit to yourself. And so we're not saying that this is going to be easy, but it certainly is worth it to sit with yourself and sit with your thoughts and sit with your feelings and really feel them so that you can recognize what are the gaps and how do I fill them? Yeah, I'm so glad you said that. Um, and to not mince words, if you hadn't come across just yet in what we're saying, like it's very tough to decide and be clear on what you want if you haven't gotten clear on who you want to be. Right. Um, that's step numero uno. And I think a lot of the things apply still here too. We can expand on that um, a bit later. But yeah, I absolutely struggled with that a bit and that discomfort of, oh, snap, okay, I'm uh, not really as confident as I like myself to be. And being real with yourself is, is, is a big one. Uh, really huge. So part of it to me is just kind of prompting yourself with the right questions so that you produce the right answers. Like it's the kind of goes in that age old um, saying of like, well, you need good problems to have. You need good questions to ask yourself. Like asking yourself why is 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 one of those. Another way that we found that can be really impactful and beneficial in trying to pivot to create more clarity in what you want is you know foreshadowing or asking the questions to foreshadow for yourself about how you're going to feel five years from now, 10 years from now with that action, with that decision. You know, not saying that every decision that you make of like really you, what you eat for lunch, you need to decide how you're going to feel about this sandwich five years from now. That's not what we're saying. But what we are saying is if it's something that um, is, you're going to invest your time into, you're going to invest your maybe money into, your thought and ideas into, think about if that works, when that works, when you get that, when you achieve that, you know, five, 10 years from now, how's that going to make you feel? And considering that can oftentimes give a lot of exponential clarity towards, you know, taking that action or doing that in the first place, and even some resilience to that. You know, I talked at the beginning about those uh, parts of comparison that um, really lead us into some stuff or can lead us into some things, some actions, some uh, acquiring of stuff that we maybe didn't want in the first place and it's just falling off months later, two months later, or what have you. Well, that resilience can be there and be part of that because like you you, you tested it a little bit. Like you kind of test drove that idea, you test drove that achievement a little bit when you think about five, 10 years from now, if you get that, if you achieve that, etc. how are you going to feel? And exploring that and kind of tipping into those feelings a little bit now, like you were saying, Anissa, allowing yourself to feel some of that stuff now and put that on, wear it, mm -hmm. wear it now. Like you don't have to necessarily wear that 10 years from now when you get it done. If you think about wearing it now, I think that gives a lot of sense of clarity into whether you want it or not. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the things that I tangibly do i i do this um often because i am a daydreamer um and so really using that to my advantage of um you know i have an entrepreneurial spirit and a desire to you know be an entrepreneur we both do and so when i start to think about what would our life look like five ten years from now i not only think about you know having you freedom in certain areas and our family and the way that we would spend our time. But I also think about, you know, 
the things that I do on a daily basis that I will always do on a daily basis and how would I be doing them 10, 10 years from now in that uh, future state that, that I am striving for. And that really is something that has gotten me into looking at my um, morning rhythm and my morning flow and deciding what do I want to do on a daily basis? I want to move my body. I want to drink water. I want to, you know, spend intentional time with my husband. I, I want to do all of those things. And all of those things are available to me right now today. Um, and I think that a lot of times we just say that the future is going to solve our problems because something is going to be different, not realizing that the things that need to change in order to close the gap between where we are and where we're going can be changed today. And it starts with, it starts within us and it starts with, you know, our mind and our body and how we show up in this moment to create the future. Absolutely. Uh, you, you hinted at this earlier a little bit too. We're planning for the episode. I want to seed it in here now because I thought it was such a cool idea. Like thinking and considering the things you want from the perspective of like the internal you yeah. versus the external you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, it's really asking yourself and challenging yourself is what you're striving for and what your what your ambitions are. Are they externally driven or are they internally driven? In other words, is someone or something pushing you towards something or is your internal compass pulling you towards mm, something? Um, so I always think about how when you are working towards something that you want that's really true and really authentic to you, you're compelled to work towards that consistently and being compelled means like you're being pulled towards it, not like somebody is manipulating you towards it or somebody's telling you that your life is missing something because you're not fulfilling it. But it's also, I think a good way to think about that if you're if you're a daydreamer like me, like it's where does your mind inevitably keep wandering to? Mm. You know, is your mind inevitably wandering towards you, you know, going back to school and getting this degree that you've always talked about getting? Is your mind wandering towards... Um, you know, starting a nonprofit or um, helping people in your community is your mind wandering towards using your voice and and um, to inspire people and to you know make an impact on other people. Like, what are you drawn towards? Um, without when you're not just like looking looking on social media, looking at the internet, looking at magazines, looking at the media, and all these different things, not the things that are making you wonder should I do that, but the things that you're sitting there and you're wondering about it and you're like, man, I should be doing that. It's, 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 it's different energy. Yeah. Um, when, when you, when you know, you, you just know. And I think that it's probably more so something that scares you. It's probably more so something that you try to push down. Um, it's probably something that you shy away from because it's probably different then that external force and what people are telling you you should be doing is probably something different than what your family and friends expect you to be doing. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's wrong because you're the one who knows yourself and you're the one who knows you know what you're put on this earth to do. You're the only person, you and God are the only people who know that. Like when, you know, the Bible says that, you know, b- before... Um, before you even breathe your first breath, like 
God knit you together in your mother's womb and he did that for a purpose. And in that moment, he did that for a purpose when he was knitting you together in your mother's womb. Only you and him at that moment will know the purpose that he put you on earth. And that remains to be seen until you make it a reality. And I I firmly believe like that is how we co-labor with God is putting our feet to our prayers, not just waiting for things to come to us, but actually going towards them and making them happen. It's taking everything in my power right now, not, not to like stand up and clap, um, <laughs> just because that was just so wonderful. I think um, everything that you just said is, you know, what this not only what this episode is about, but it, but ultimately what this podcast, what this podcast is, is about is, is, is about though. You know, bringing the best version of you um, out into everything what you do. That's what living alive is is all about, and you know, challenging um, ourselves, challenging you, listeners, on the other side of this to um push ourselves to be clear on like what we want the reason i think why we're laying this episode down giving it to you challenging you and ourselves is because we know as we always say like anisa like you always say that there are lives to be impacted there are people on the other side of some of the stuff that we want to achieve that we want to do um and even just for the individual for you for us like for the individual in you from you to you there's a there's a future version of yourself of ourselves that is waiting for us to make some of these decisions on uh, some wants some ambitions some directions but you know as we preface in all this like those things need to come from the ethos of you those things need to come from the center of of who who you are who you've been called to be who you who you want to be like. Th- there's so much value in getting and creating a sense of clarity in um, what you want. And we've talked a bit about, you know, pushing comparison to the side. We've talked um, a lot about, you know, doing routines and things that serve you and help show you what's giving you energy and what's, what's not giving you energy. Um, and we talked about foreshadowing into feeling on and trying on the emotions and feelings that if you would achieve some of these things, get some of the, these things, how is that going to make you feel? And so we leave you with that charge. Take these steps. Take these steps and more in others, but work towards that clarity on what it is you want so that those actions that you create help serve who it is that you're called to be. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope that it leaves you feeling inspired to actively pursue your goals and live alive, whatever that means to you. If you enjoyed today's episode, tell us what you think by leaving a review. Reviews help more people like you discover the podcast. I'm Anissa Johnson. And I'm Jordan Johnson. We'll see you next time on Live Alive Podcast.